Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Film and TV Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? I'm great, sweetie. How's everything with you? Oh, everything is really good. Um, it's Pride Month, and I also have my dad visiting uh, from Jersey for a couple of weeks, so I'm excited to spend some time with him. Oh, good for you. I hope you have some wonderful activities planned for this beautiful weather and just pre-summer season. I do, I do. Well, I'll tell you about them as a... Uh, we progress. Okay. So I want to give a special shout out to, to my, my father. To Dad. Okay. All shout right. out to Dad. Okay. All right. So let's let everybody know what we're sipping on. Uh, I missed the boat. I didn't do one for Pride Month yet, but we, but we will be doing one for Pride Month soon. So this is for the Rocks Tequila Taramina Tequila. Ma, and you want to give a special toast? Okay. Let's raise our glasses to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. And to the rock. Salud. Salud. That's pretty smooth. That is Good. strong, that's, but that's excellent. But really smooth. Oh yeah. Ma, oh one other thing I forgot to mention. Did you see that Padma is leaving Top Chef after she's been on there for 17 years? I think the show has been around for like 20 years, but I didn't uh, see it, but uh, someone told me about it. Are you going to miss Good her? Good for her. Well, I'm not a, a regular watcher of Top Shelf, so I don't, Top Chef, I mean to say, mm -hmm. so I don't think I'll actually miss her, but good for her. Okay, all right. I like Padma, um, but, you know, it's time to move on. You know, she knows when it's time to go. We'll see what she does. Good for her. Okay, um, so, Ma, the first movie we want to talk about is called A Thousand and One and is starring Tiana Taylor. And she plays Inez, uh, who kidnaps her six-year-old son, Terry, from the foster care system. They change locations and identities. And this is a really heartwarming story with a little surprise twist. And it's superbly acted by Tiana. Absolutely. What are your thoughts, Tiana, I have to say kudos to you. You did your thing. I thought you were excellent in that role. I thought you were wonderful. You were engaging. You were raw. You were real. You were unapologetic. You were just great in that role. I really was just pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Not necessarily about you, Tiana, but the entire script. Mm -hmm. And you were, you know, you were, it was wonderful to find that out about you too, uh, but it was just all around, just a wonderful cast, and, and Tiana, you did your thing as the leading lady, you really did. She's very talented, and I don't think people give her a lot of credit for uh, it. Absolutely. Um, well, well, I expect you to start getting some phone calls based on your performance in this movie. Mm -hmm. I expect your phone to start ringing, or you start to get more DMs, or yeah. however they do it. Well, yeah. yeah you your people are definitely going to be getting contact or going to be, you know, receiving phone calls and messages because you were excellent in that role. Mm -hmm. And also uh, the brother that played your Lucky. 
Lucky, yeah. That I don't he, remember his oh, name. Oh, I can't remember really his name job. either, but he was uh, wonderful I, as well. William uh, Catley or something to that effect. But yeah, Lucky was really good. They Everyone was really good. Um, the, the one thing that I wanted to say about this is that it was a little bit different. Um, we don't want to, you know, spoil anything. It was a little bit different than a lot of the other typical stories that you see about the downtrodden, you know, single mom. Uh, this had a little bit more to it. It absolutely did. And, um, it absolutely did. And, and you know, and I just thought it was, I thought it was really good. I was surprised that it was as good as it was. The, the script um, so was really good. Highly recommend. And, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, the, you know, for me... Top shelf all the way. Top shelf. What's, top the, shelf. what's the number? We want to. I'm gonna go top shelf. I'm gonna go about a nine. Okay. Because it, it does a, a total 180 on you. Yeah. You know. I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm gonna go top shelf. I was thinking nine as well. Um. Okay. You know. Excellent. Okay. All right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, switch over to another movie that was a little bit different. Uh. But you know, it's I guess it was interesting. Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance. And that is starring, of course, Channing Tatum and Mike, Mike Lane, Magic Mike is back at it again after a business deal fell through and he's broke and he's back bartending. Um, he's in Florida and he, I guess he wants, decides to go for one little last hurrah. He goes over to London with a wealthy socialite played by Selma Hayek who replaced Tandy Newton. Uh, and um, everything is on the line in this movie, Ma. So what are your thoughts on Magic Mike? Here we go. Channing, you're a cutie pie. Mm -hmm. And you're in good shape. Mm -hmm. And you're a good sexy dancer. Mm -hmm. Good lap dancer for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Selma, you seem to have a big heart. Mm -hmm. Both in this movie. And in real life, I think. Mm -hmm. You seem to have a big heart. And the dancing was fire. Mm -hmm. The end. Okay, good. Right. So, everybody looked good in the movie. That was like the main thing. And the dancing was really good. Um, I do think that they need to probably not do another. That's enough. That's enough of the Magic Mike's movies. Because with every movie, even if they've only done three, the quality you know, dropped a little bit as far as the script was concerned. But I do but I do like Channing Tatum a lot, and I do like Summer Hayek. And so, you know, they were cute together, and I appreciate seeing an older woman with a younger man. I like that. Uh, but for me, um, it's going to get a premium. I'm going to give it a six premium because of the dancing and because the characters are so likable. Okay, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it about a six point five. Um, I, I liked it too because even though in the end she was broke, uh -huh. they were kind of. He was kind of okay with that, so I like that. So that was a nice little twist to it. Ma, what happened again? Oh, I don't even remember now. I I forgot. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to move on. Just okay. So the third movie is reality uh, and it's starring Sydney Sweeney. And it's the story of a former American intelligence specialist reality winner who is given the longest sentence for um, the unauthorized release of government information to the media 
about Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. election. And this was all done, well, it wasn't just done via email, it was done via mail. This is a, you know, well-documented story. Uh, I will say that Cindy Sweeney did a really good job and it was really um, interesting. I had briefly heard about this, but for some reason, um, I guess I kind of just like put it in the back of my head when I had originally heard reality and that she was playing reality winner, I thought that she was playing someone in a reality TV show. I didn't realize that we were going to get something that was this serious and something that was really interesting. I like the way it was done. It was done um, like watching something kind of in real time. And um, uh, Sydney Sweetie did a really, really, really good job, I, I felt. Um, I thought it was interesting uh, and um, I feel a lot of sympathy towards uh, the actual person because she was a whistleblower and she was doing something for democracy. Had she not done that, uh, I don't know if we would have actually had the proof of you know the inter Russian interference in the election. We knew, you know, most people you know heard about it, and there was all these little different things here and there. But there was the proof that everyone needed. So I think she was a hero. I don't think she should have gone to jail. Uh, so it, she's out now, but she's still a, and she's still a young woman. So I'm just wishing her all the good things moving forward. My, what are your thoughts on this? And you know, just no good deed goes unpunished. You know, I don't think she should have gone to jail either. Um, I thought she could did a good acting job. Uh, other than that, it just sort of made me a little bit annoyed. You know, with everything that went the way it went, it just seems sort of unfair. I almost felt that she was victimized. I mean, I you know mm -hmm. that's kind of how I came out feeling about it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think she was. I thought it was a dis disincentive for people who would be inclined mm -hmm. to speak up about mm -hmm. certain things. Uh, I I didn't really like the message that it sent, but I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a good movie, mm -hmm. and I thought she did a good job. Did not like the messaging of it. No. I did not like it at all. No, a lot of people felt though that she was that she was victimized. Mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go um, probably with a top shelf eight. Um, I was thinking maybe high premium, but I'm going to go with the eight because I thought it was really well acted, and I think that people should watch it and you know just kind of get a lot of information from it because maybe it's something that hasn't been. Um, it's something that's not readily available or people haven't been talking about it as much. Uh, so, especially during the Trump administration. So, Ma, uh, what, what do you give it? I'm going to give it top shelf uh, eight. Okay, I'll give it 7.5. High premium? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, So, we had really uh, three interesting movies. Uh, they were all uh, entertaining in one way or the other. Um, one superb, one really good, and then one... Fun, you know. All right, so Ma, let's move on to some TV shows. So we have to talk about a one that's been trending for a few days now. And it's trending because most people think that it is the series finale, although no one has come out and said that was the series finale, and that is Ted Lasso. And uh, I don't really know how I felt about this season in general. Uh, I always enjoyed Ted Lasso, but I felt that it took a step back or a few steps back. And I felt the writing wasn't as good. I felt that maybe the uh, people got kind of tired with the character development or evolution, I sh should say, 
My let's talk about, let's go in with like Nate. Let's talk about him before we go all the way into Ted. What about Nate this season, his journey? What about him? Well, I, he was a villain from last season and I thought that was really great the way they did it. And then this season, they wanted to make him more likable and I don't, I didn't see a gradual transition. It was very rapid. Right. It was very rapid. It was overnight. All of a sudden, uh, you know, it just dawned on him that the man he was working for maybe wasn't the kind of person that he wanted to work for. Mm -hmm. And so he just decided that he didn't want to play that game Mm -hmm. and maybe be true to himself. Well, maybe he knew that all along, but just had resisted. I guess we're supposed to make those kind of assumptions. Mm -hmm. And um, what I did like about it uh, was that at some point he did... Uh, come face to face with Ted and beat me a culprit himself. He he just broke down crying and said he was sorry. Mm-hmm. And I did like that because I felt that it was a, a the grand gesture that you wanted. Mm-hmm. He didn't just quietly say I'm sorry. He broke down completely crying and and you know and made it clear that he was genuinely sorry. It wasn't a fake or superficial, you know half-assed apology mm-hmm. i thought it was really a sincere deep apology so i, I like that a lot yeah and that just sort of compensated for some of the other things that we did not see yeah there was you know? a lot that we didn't see and yeah. i just didn't care unfortunately like i liked nate when the well fortunately i liked nate in the first season right and then in the second season he went rogue right. and they didn't do enough for me you know so i didn't care as much at the end. Whatever well, I think I think the whole gr- uh, crying scene mm-hmm. was to you know draw us in to him mm-hmm. a little closer. I think the the writers are aware that that uh, they had made Nate a total villain. And then the waiter, the not the waiter, and then him becoming uh, him and Jade. The whole I don't understand why Jade would have been so drawn to him. I don't understand why he would have been that necessarily drawn to well, her. Well, what I thought was, what I thought was that when he had the job working for the... Um, for Rupert? Yeah, for Rupert's team, mm-hmm. what I thought was that he was making money and he had gained a level of status and popularity right. that may have drawn the young lady to him. Yeah. Jane. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh and I thought he was just physically attracted to her. Right. But she just was not very interesting. She, no. She didn't bring no. much to the role. And, and, and well, what they did, they had her They had her immediately just going into this role, role of sort of fawning over him. Mm-hmm. And that seemed disingenuous to me. Yeah. I didn't think it would have went down that way. Yeah. It wasn't you know? well yeah. developed. Yeah. Um, a Trent. I mean, I don't know what to say about Trent except he, you know, we liked Trent from season one, uh, and then I guess they wanted to bring him on had to have a bigger story, you know, the reporter. Yeah. And he wound up writing a book called Ted. Well, well, it's and, well, it started out being called Ted, but then they changed the name. Oh, yeah. Because Ted objected to it because mm-hmm. Ted said it's not about me. So right. then they changed the name to whatever it was. Whatever, but you know, understand yeah, what I mean. Yeah, doing. yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I thought, Ted, we kind of didn't go into his character other than to find... We're going to go into Ted in a minute, Mom. Now, I don't mean Ted, to... I mean Trent. Oh, we Trent. didn't really okay. go into Trent. They didn't go into Trent that much uh, 
within the series. They they did share with us that he was gay, which was, you know, you know, come on. You know, that's not going into that's him. That's not going into yeah, him. Yeah, you know, so that that was, you know, their, um, the time they spent developing his character was scant. Let's yeah. put it that way. But they, they threw really him, didn't they threw go him, into him. They threw him in, and we were supposed yeah. to be invested in right, him. Right, right. So that... And that was kind of, and that was kind of, uh... Lazy, yeah. like we say, that was a little bit lazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, Sam, Sam, um, he opens a Nigerian restaurant, um, which was really cool. But then you know they had a scene when it got vandalized. You know, obviously he he said some stuff online, and there was like the conservative MAGA type, you know, people who would would do something like that. And I just never understood. Nothing really ever materialized from that entire storyline except like his the team came together to, you know, support him. But who did who did he end up with? Whatever happened with Sam? Was that whole thing with Rebecca that we're just supposed to act like that didn't happen? Well, I guess so. Anyhow, you know, what I noticed is that he was on uh a night it had to be an African team because they showed a little a little uh scene there where he was with an all black team. So yeah, he I was, think he, he was playing in the national team, the Nigerian national team. Oh, right. Which is okay. different from playing for your league. Like you can do both. Right, right, right. You can do both. Yeah. yeah. And well that's all we saw of him. Right. So but whatever it was, he was happy. He mm-hmm. was content. I think he stayed with both teams probably. Well yeah. Because of they brought yeah, yeah, because they brought Roy in. You yeah. know, so and Roy was good. You yeah. know, Roy was a good. Yeah, you know, it's just excellent. like it's just yeah. like in the Olympics. All too, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So you know, but that's all we saw. That's all I'm saying. And so then, we, like, they didn't delve into him any further. And then they brought on like the the billionaire. Uh, I, I think he was Nigerian too. They brought him on for a little bit, and he was funny. Um, however. If they he was use funny. Him, he was haughty. He was arrogant. They, he was everything. But they didn't. He they didn't good. use him well this season. That whole thing about like the Super League, and they had that meeting, and it ended up in a food fight. Like, all right. So where's all this going? Is all this going this to? Is, we don't know if it's over. There's so many more things I, they I'm, can do. I'm going through the season. That's oh, okay. all. I'm just okay. going through kind of the season. Okay. You know, just what they did. Okay. And, then, and like Keely. And obviously, one of the the major characters, she opens up the PR firm, and then she starts dating uh, Jack. And um, you know, I guess Keely's fluid, uh, and you know that didn't work out. But then she, you know, has a little fling with Roy, and then she doesn't seem to really want to really be with him. And then Jamie seems like he wants to be with her, but she's not com- committed to any of these people. Um, I thought the whole PR firm with Keely, I didn't like that whole thing with her. I, I It made me not like her as much because she was so quick to start a relationship with her boss. And, and every time we see her, she's in a relationship with someone of influence. And so I just... I didn't. I didn't like the way they did her this season. What What are your thoughts on Keely? Not much. Keely just seemed like she would do anything with anybody at the, for the moment, for whatever you know served her purpose. That's it. There's not not much more that they. I mean, this is the way they wrote her character. Yeah. That's exactly. I mean, that's exactly how she presented herself. And supposedly she had some skills and talents, but. You know, uh, the focus wasn't on that for sure. Right. You know, the focus was on her 
going with whomever could benefit her at the time. And that's what happened. And they, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then um, obviously Colin, he came out um, and that was good. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the storyline because I felt like they could have done more of it, but that's fine. Um, We were introduced to Ted's mom, which was fine. Um, But Jamie, I thought that was really strange. His whole situation with his father and his mom. And I thought it, the, the whole thing with his mother felt uncomfortable for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's not something that you would see an adult male do with his mom. No, I, the relationship know. was much more like a younger child, almost right. baby, and right. the mother, as opposed to an adult male and right. their mother, you right. know. The, so The yeah. only storyline before we get into Ted that I did like, how they wrapped it up, if it's a wrap-up, was Rebecca... Um, because she met back up with her mystery Amsterdam man. And yeah. I, I, I like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and that he, was and good. He, and he had a, a daughter. He and he a had a daughter. Child. And he appeared to be a pilot. Yes. Uh, uh, for, you know, commercial, you know, uh, pilot. Enough. And uh, and so that was good. Uh, that that was really good. I like that. Right. Yeah. What about Ted, Ma? Let's wrap it up. And I, then... I, you know, Ted, I don't know what happens to his ex-wife's fiance but ted seemed to reunite uh with his son and wife because they didn't show the the fiance they didn't and then the little boy his little son was like throwing daggers at uh what is it the doctor remember yes because he was saying he the the doctor was saying he wanted the game to the match to end in a tie. Yes, yes. And the son was like, At, oh, right, right. Yeah. And the son gave him the murder one. Yes, right. yes. So you know, if we are to take it on its face value, it would appear that he reunited with his family. So what do you give the season? And if this is it, the series overall. Overall, I'm giving the the series an eight point five. So a top, oh, top shelf. shelf. So, yeah, absolutely top shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, even for all the, you know, different, uh, you know, vulnerable spots we see in the script, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and missed opportunities, we think, in the script. Mm-hmm. It was really good and very engaging. And, um, and I enjoyed it very much. You know, I don't know what else you want me to say. We've been um, through every aspect. We've it. been through every aspect. Um, I'm I'm with you. I'm going to give it a top shelf. The series, an eight. The season, I'm going to give a six. Um, had this season, had they did a, spend a little bit more time thinking about how the audience would feel about the characters, um, it would have definitely ended up with like a top shelf nine, nine and a half. But it's still a top shelf um, eight, uh, eight, but the season to me was a, a six. A okay. Premium six. Okay. Okay. Um, let's talk about it. And there, oh, oh, P.S. There mm-hmm. was a big question mark. We really still don't know if it's a definite wrap up or if they're going to come back. We, we don't know. You know, you're right. So we really don't know. Um, let's uh, let's talk about another show uh, that we don't know if it's going to have a second season or not. Uh, and I don't know where they're going with this. And I didn't know this is how they were going to do the show. Fatal Attraction. Um, I had discussed how I didn't care for it. Um, but this one had a definite twist um, where they it seems like they want to continue with this because the daughter seems to be a little bugged and seems to be obsessed with her professor 
and we find out that um, the wife, the ex-wife's husband is the one that actually killed uh, Lizzie Kaplan's character. And so that's strange because she's still married to this man. And so I don't know how, if it comes back, how they'll play it out. Um, so that part was the most interesting, but I think that all the way through, I was so disinterested, you know, and I think that's kind of where they messed up. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Mom? Uh, I didn't like uh, Joshua Jackson in that role. Okay. I did not like him, and, and I do like him. Okay. I did not like him in that role. Um, I didn't think he was at his best. He was okay, but I don't think he was at his best. I absolutely detested the woman who played his mistress. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan, yeah. Lizzie Kaplan. I just thought she was miscast all the way around. I just thought she was totally miscast. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see her as being as being anything but cuckoo. Yeah. Okay, being old fashioned cuckoo. I didn't see her being um enticing. I didn't see her being any being anything but just really manipulative and cuckoo. I didn't see her being appealing or attractive to him right. or anyone else. I didn't see her being uh, necessarily intellectually stimulating, mm -hmm. you know, as a peer. I didn't see her being anything but just, uh, you know, a person who was just, you know, obsessed mm -hmm. and manipulating uh, at every turn. And that's all I saw in her. I didn't see anything captivating about her character. I didn't see her as being a person that he might want to talk to, mm -hmm. a person who might be comforting, a person who might be knowledgeable, a person who might be comfortable to be around. Mm -hmm. I didn't see her being any of those things no. that would stimulate uh an extramarital relationship. Oh, right, because he didn't, you know, she, the character, the way it was written, was not very sexy. N no. Uh, no. She wasn't extremely nice. Nope. Um, and she didn't appear to be just, you know, an intellect. There and was nothing no, there. And no, so that was a no. strange thing. And, and that was that, a big issue. Uh, right. And, you know, and his wife, on the other hand, and this is the part I did like about it. And I think it may be true in some cases. There was nothing wrong, quote unquote, with the wife. Right. You know, they didn't have the wife being a, a nag. She wasn't lazy. She wasn't whiny. She wasn't unsupportive. She wasn't mm -hmm. uh, philandering herself. Right. You know, she wasn't any of these things that they usually try to make the wife. Mm -hmm. You know, and... Um, and she was there, and she was attractive, and mm -hmm. she was supportive, and she was kind, and she was loving. All and, of those yeah, things. And she was loyal. All of the things that you, you know, would want in a partner. Right. So, yeah. so that part I did like because that made his behavior even more offensive. Mm -hmm. Because if, if you're looking for an excuse, you can usually find one. Yeah. It was hard to find a reason to cheat on his wife. Right. So it had to be his own character flaw and he kind of had to take uh, responsibility 
for his behavior in that way. Mm -hmm. He couldn't say, but my wife, but but this, but that. You know how they always do. Yeah. And so I did like that part about it. That was a little bit different, I thought, than most of these type things, you know. Okay. But um let let's let's wrap this one up. Okay. Um, what do you give this season? I'm I'm gonna give it a six point five. So premium. I'm giving it a premium six point five. Low premium, you know. That's I'll I'll probably give it a five point five premium. Oh. Um, I like I said, the best part of it to me was the ending from this season. Um, so it might get another watch, but I don't know if they will even bring it back. That's how it was. You know? I agree. I so, agree. I don't know where they're going to go with it. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Okay, Ma, we got a few things to talk about in pop culture um, before we get into whatever is going on with Married at First Sight. Um, so unfortunately, um, President Biden fell on stage um, after congratulating the last graduate from the Air Force Academy. And we you know he's 80 years old, and um, uh, unfortunately he's been plagued by questions about his age and fitness for office, and he is, um, you know, up for re-election. And the White House said that he was uninjured in the tumble, and they blamed it on a sandbag on stage. Ma, any thoughts on this fall? Well, there's not a whole lot of thought to give it. Um, he fell in front of many witnesses. He mm -hmm. fell. Yeah. Now, does it change? No, no. Your view? It didn't. No, because I always felt he was too old in the first place. Okay. Okay. But here's young the people thing. fall too. Right. That's right. It's not about the fall. Okay. There you go. It's not really about the fall. Okay. The fall is the thing that jars in everybody's memory. That this man is really 80 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's the thing. What has to be done after, you know, there's any kind of fall, you know, irrespective to the age of the individual, but in particular our president, mm -hmm. we have to know why he fell. Okay. If a person 50, 40, 50 falls, we're not worried. Are they, is their body failing them? Okay. Is it dementia setting in? Are they, can they see? You know, we're not That's worried true. about that. That's but true. But when a person 80 falls, we're worried now. Mm -hmm. Is your body deteriorating so rapidly? Mm -hmm. Is your mind deteriorating so rapidly you forgot that that sandbag was over there? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, are you physically able to recover did you hit your head? Mm -hmm. Did you blah, 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 blah? Are you suffering irreparable damage from it? Yeah. Okay? Because one of the major things, and I think we kind of all know it because all the health experts tell us when people are senior citizens, mm -hmm. you know, become seniors, the most dangerous thing to do is fall. Well, he's beyond. No, no, he's uh, not beyond. Because once you hit 65, that's it from there on in. No, but there's a difference well, between 60. Well, there's super. There's a difference between senior. 65 and Sure 80. there is. Sure there is. But all of it is senior. Okay. You don't think there's, there's a difference super between senior? 65 and 90? Yes, I didn't say there wasn't. Absolutely. Who are you okay. arguing with? I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. Okay. But I'm saying they they all go into the general category. Because the 80s are okay, a but you're not, different. But yes, but you're not hearing me. Okay. All of it goes into the category of you're a senior now. Okay. Okay? 
Because I think he would have been better 10 years ago. Well, well, obviously, but that's not the argument. The argument is that once you reach someplace that he's reached 15 years ago, you need to start looking at things differently. But, but, in terms of its impact. I don't like what you're saying because. I would love Let's a president not go with 10, not 15. liking what people are saying. Because well, then we'll go all the way back to a previous conversation. Well, no, it's totally fine. This is the, what the show is. Okay. But what I'm saying to you is, is that if he was 10 or 15 years younger, so, a lot of people may not okay. have as big okay. of a problem. That's we, all I'm we, saying. We, but, but we agree. Okay. Everybody agrees, but that's not the point. My point is that once you reach a certain age... Not that he isn't beyond that age. Uh, we know he's beyond senior. But, uh, but, you, but he's, just a, he's just a super senior. He's just more senior. He's still senior. You're senior after you reach 65 until you die. Right. But there's a difference between right. 65 and 90. But who said 90. it wasn't? But who's arguing that point? Nobody's arguing oh, that point. Okay. I, I agree just, with you. Okay. Well, what is it? That, that, of course you're because, right. Because you're absolutely right. Okay. He's even, we know he's even more fragile because he's even because older. Because I guess my point is, is that I would be happy with a president who was 65 years old. That's a different conversation. And so would I. Okay. So then. And so would I. Okay. So uh, my thing is that we have to be concerned about that and we have to now do a bunch of testing on him to see what impact that fall has. And I, but but this is what I hate. And which is so I'm, dangerous. But, and I hate this because I'm I consider myself to be extreme extremely liberal. I mean, you know, there's certain things, whatever, we all have, okay? I'm not alt left, whatever, but I'm pretty liberal. I just don't the age thing to me should be an issue whoever you are. You know, after a certain point, if you're starting to show certain decline, you know, some people seem a little bit sharper. Bernie seems sharper. Clyburn seems sharper. But we sharper. don't see Bernie every day. You know, you don't know what I, I mean, see. we well, I mean, we don't see him as often as we see the president. We don't know how many times he's busted his arse. We know he looks stronger. We know he looks stronger, mm-hmm. but we know he's always looked disheveled and goofy. Well, that was always. Well, so it's it's very hard hard to tell. And we know he's always been grumpy. But Biden didn't look that way when he was a younger man. I'm going to say this to you. Bernie is not under the same type of scrutiny, and he doesn't have the same responsibility. We don't know how Bernie might be if he had all Biden, Joe Biden's pressures on him. And then Nancy Pelosi, what about her? Nancy Pelosi is a good example. Bernie is not. Nancy Pelosi is an excellent example because Nancy Pelosi was running shit and she was 80 years old. Running stuff and and, and looking good. she's older than There you go. And had her cute outfits. Running stuff and looking beautiful. That that is it. Now that's a wonderful example. That's a good example. But I'm I'm, I'm gonna... And I don't want to be ageist because maybe there are people who are 80 and And 85. But don't forget she is a woman too. And that gives her just like a, you know, a little bit of an edge That gives there. her edge, that but, gives it, her but, edge. but it's also a disadvantage because they don't want that. No, no, no. In terms of discriminate, discriminate, I can't even say it, discrimination. What's in your okay. drama to the shot that you have, Ma? Uh, in terms yeah, of a being a victim of discrimination, uh-huh. yes. But in terms of her intellect and her ability and so on, she has an advantage. 
And you know it and I know it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that Biden is okay and we will have that to doesn't vote for change. him. That doesn't change Unfortunately, my mind. if that's the candidate that we have... I did, that doesn't change. Trump. That doesn't change my mind about the fact that I think we should have a president in at least 10, 15 years. That's, younger. What, that's what I'm saying. Well, everybody knows but that. I would, but I that, would be fine. At 70, I would even be fine with at this point. You sure? I'm sure. Well, let me it's just. 10 years let, younger? Let, let that's me, a youngin' in this yeah, game. Let me just say this. I don't think that that he is incapable of being the president in terms of his mental health uh-huh. I really don't he's made some very good decisions and people have always underestimated you know him made those decisions okay I'm not I'm okay. not joking like how do you know who really made the decision whatever what difference does it make it's still on the Biden ticket okay because seriously because you know that there's sometimes there's other people who are making the decisions and we had this person as a figurehead. How do you, maybe it was Kamala. How do you know it wasn't her? Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm finished because let's just talk what's most probable, okay? Let's talk what's most probable. What did I say that was strange? Nothing. Let's just stay focused on Joe Biden, okay? Never mind the little men in the back who's making the decisions, okay? Let's just stay with Joe Biden. But but that's my point. My point is it could be a figurehead and there's actual people. But isn't that a moot point if it's all the Biden team? Isn't that a moot point? No. Because okay. the, 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 okay. it's saying that uh, there's well, other it people. It doesn't matter how old he is. If, if he brings these people along and they're making good decisions for the country, then he could be 100. Then it really doesn't matter about his age. Come on. Um, we're talking about his age. I don't like, I hate that it's a point to his age, but it's also, it's just not... I don't know. Okay. How is Jamie Foxx? Have you heard anything about Jamie? I was going to talk. Oh, you trying to switch the conversation? Yeah, totally. Because, you know, this tequila, tequila. Uh, before, what is this? Tequila, <laughs> tequila. That was a reality show. You know, this is really. Oh, that is uh, a person. All right, yeah. let's move on. Listen. And then you tell me. And then you telling me, don't tell the end of Magic Mike, which has been out for months. Don't tell Magic Mike, and then you're sitting here telling the end of every other thing that's newer. No, and, but that's and, different. TV shows are different. You're not supposed to tell a movie. You're not supposed to. We've been talking are about. Are you kidding? Magic Mike has is, is been out so long. Wow. How many months has that been well, out? Okay. I'm not going to say anything, okay? Anyway, please. I'm not, I'm not going to tell please. what you do. I'm not going to say what happened before. All right, let's say move on. Say it. Say it. Let's I'll move on. Say it. Say I, okay, it. let's move on. We're talking right about ahead. octogenarians. I challenge you. Just say it. Octogenarians. Right We're talking. So, Albert, which, which I am not one. I you am, are, you're not. Okay, please. Okay. No, I don't know because you're going, I'm not going to tell her. Did you go octogenarian? No, no, no. I'm to, I was referring to Joe <laughs> Buck. Al Pacino was so certain he could not get his girlfriend or anyone else pregnant, he did not believe the baby was his at first and got a DNA test for proof. And this is what they told TMZ. The 83-year-old actor, we're told, had medical issues that would have commonly prevented a man from impregnating a woman. We're told Al had no idea idea until two months ago that 29-year-old Nora Alfala was pregnant and when he found out he was shocked and she is eight months pregnant he's 
only 83 and she's 29 but it appears that she likes old old men yeah old rich men right old rich men i forgot to mention mention that part i guess that's the part and i and i saw them and then because of that all of a sudden they started talking about how they don't you know they always talk about how women and having you know babies they started talking about men and how men over the age of 45 is there a dress code at the restaurant Okay, anyway, <laughs> how how men, um, you know, can affect the health of the baby. And I don't like to go there with that. That's a, you know. I, I like to go there with that because they're always blaming everything on the woman. Well. I like to go there with that because we need to deal with what's real. Yeah. Not a fantasy to, to, you know, stimulate the ego mm-hmm. or inflate the ego mm-hmm. of males. Mm-hmm. I like to go with what is real. Mm-hmm. And they've been blaming everything, everything on the woman, on the woman mm-hmm. you know. Know, as if this, the, as if the baby is not fifty uh, percent the male man. DNA, right. you know. Uh, no, so well, they I like say that. over the age of forty-five for men is yeah. where, where things start to go. Boop. Okay, so um, you know, Al Pacino, good luck to you. Good luck, Al. And, and you know what? You know what? It, it, one wonderful thing about it: the baby will have money, money. to write to be taken uh, care of. And, and have a good say lifestyle. My dad was and, uh, Michael Corleone. Uh, right. And mom will, you know, have a wonderful stepdad maybe mm. for the baby. And she, and then at time, he'll be younger. Right. He'll probably be 21. Right. And that yeah. will be fine. Okay. So let's move on. Ma, you mentioned Jamie Foxx. Okay. So prominent conservative voices are spreading anti-vax propaganda, you know, online relating to Jamie Foxx following his recent health scare, claiming that he is paralyzed and blind and that it has to do with the COVID-19 COVID vaccine. As far as we know, everyone's coming out and saying Jamie Foxx is not blind and he's not paralyzed due to the COVID vaccine because he is not blind and paralyzed, period. period. Right. So I don't know why people are spreading, you know, that foolishness. I don't even want to follow that whole okay. course of thinking, that okay. whole conversation, because that's ridiculous. What I would like to follow mm-hmm. is that there's two things going on. There's a lot of secrecy surrounding what's going on with Jamie mm-hmm. and all sorts of different stories. And I would like to just say, and on some level, I understand that on another level, I don't. Because what happens is that the very reason for the secrecy is prompting a lot of negative stories to come out. Right. People to when you when people don't know what's going on, they start to create all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, you know, so mean spirited and extreme, mm-hmm. but people do start to make up all kinds of things because people feel like you're not telling what's going on because it's so horrible mm-hmm. that you don't want to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, and then so people go to, to extreme and start saying all kinds of things. What I would like to say is that I wish Jamie well. Me too. I'd like to know how he is just out of curiosity because we know Jamie's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. But if I don't know how he is, I I will say that I hope that he makes a full recovery. Me too. and, um, And has people around him who love and care about him. I know he has his daughter. And that appears to be a total plus 
for him because she seems to be a ride or die daughter mm -hmm. and um and that's all i can say yeah and and i hope that some of the horror stories that we've heard forget that ridiculous MAGA nonsense that's just ridiculous. you know that's that's too stupid to even make any correlation between what they said and the reality yeah. you know um but what i will say is that i wish the daughter would come out and make a statement and not be reactive. I wish she would be proactive mm -hmm. and come out and make a statement to sort of shut some things down before they even happen. I'm in total agreement. You yeah, because I don't, I don't like the way this whole thing is playing out in the right. media. Right. Um. So you know, my you said it so eloquently. I don't want to add to it. I uh, can't add anything to it. I'm going to talk uh, about. Uh, so you know, Elliot Page has a new interview out um, because. Uh, he has uh, his uh, memoirs out uh, called Page Boy that's coming out uh, next week, Friday. And he reveals that he had a past secret romantic relationship with actress Kate Mara. And they say Mara was the first person I fell for um, after my heart was broken. And apparently Mara was dating actor Max um, Minghella, Minghella, whatever, anyway, at the time. And um, Ellen Page came out as gay at that point and now and then transitioned to Elliot Page. Um, is this information, like, is I don't know what your thoughts are about this. Do you think this is something that they should have kept to themselves or you think this is just, I, I don't know, you think this is their truth and they should say it? Because it's in their memoirs. Well, I think you should always say your truth. And not that it's of interest to me, but it's, it probably is a therapeutic and cathartic, as we always say, for the individual. And I think you, in general, have a healthier, happier life when you are feeling relaxed enough and comfort, comfortable enough and self-assured enough mm -hmm. to speak whatever is your truth. Mm -hmm. I think it's overall a good thing. Mm -hmm. Not that you know, that I'm clamoring to know, mm -hmm. but that I think it's good for the individuals involved. Yeah, and I guess I guess Elliot Page um, got the consent of Kate Mara to release this information about being in, you know, falling in love with Kate. And, yeah, you know, yeah. So, you, yeah. Know, you know, good on Elliot. I don't really know what else to say, but, you know, absolutely. Elliot, if they, whatever you makes know what, happy. You know that, that old-fashioned expression, it is what it is. It is what it is, right? You know, yeah. Okay, um, and finally, Ma, uh, let's talk a little bit about Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. Oh, I just love Shannon Sharp because he is cut, 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 cut. Yes, well, yes, yes, Shannon. Well, their partnership has come to an end. Shannon has reached a buyout agreement. Oh, it did. Oh, it did. He's, oh. He reached a buyout agreement with Fox Sports. Okay. Um, and I think his podcast, Club Shay Shay, may be going somewhere as well. Um, we don't know the details. Um, Stephen A. recently spoke out about it. All right. And Stephen A. says, do I think I know what happened? Yes. Do I know for sure? I don't. Am I going to speak ill will of my boy Skip? I am not. Would I love for Shannon, if he needs to, come to on our show? I would love it. Yeah. But not every day. Yeah. So he, when I heard, you know, I don't know how to take that. Because when Stephen A said that, I thought that was cool. But I felt that Shannon has gotten so popular, he can have his own thing. Yeah. I don't feel he needs Stephen A. No. I feel that well, no. he has a voice. 
and a resume right to where he can have his own he can and have other people come in well and yeah so that's well that's but that's pretty much what it's going to be but i like that Stephen a did that i think your first instinct was good mm -hmm. because Stephen a put that out there i don't think Stephen a necessarily thinks that but i think Stephen a put that out there i'm here brother you ain't got to worry about nothing mm -hmm. you ain't got to you know whatever yeah you know i think that's what that was you think, i okay. think that was that camaraderie and i like Stephen a too oh, so yeah. i'm not oh, yeah. saying anything and I, I don't think it's that he was like oh you need me blah, blah. No, 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 no. I think that was like brother you ain't got nothing to worry about you know why you thinking on things you mm -hmm. know why you spending money vacation and you could drop by you know or something yeah. you know I don't even think that no I think that was beautiful I think that was wonderful you know no I'm here no you you know you ain't out here struggling you good you know I like that mm -hmm. I like that I thought that was a sense of, of brotherhood and camaraderie I okay liked it. Okay, cool. Um, mm -hmm. And I said the final thing, but there was one more thing that happened actually overnight. My uh, Jamel Hill uh, mm -hmm. is negotiating terms of separation with Spotify, ending the unbothered po podcast and unbothered networks time with the service. And, uh, you know, she, I think Jamel recently came out and said, what I would like to see is for them, referring to Spotify, to mm -hmm. hand 100 million to somebody who was black, just like what they did to, to what's his name? Joe Rogan. Rogan, Rogan. Yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we think it may have been closer to 200 million, actually. Oh, yeah. And um, now it appears as though, you know, Jamel is not happy with Spotify. And, oh, well, and, and so be it. And so be it, because they've done some questionable things, yes. you know. Yeah. I mean, where you really have to, you know, zero in and think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's arguments both ways, easily, mm -hmm. for Spotify affiliation, you mm -hmm. know. So, okay. So and Joe, Bu Joe Budden and uh, Ava DuVernay also have decided to leave Spotify. Well, okay. Hey, okay? Okay. So, All right? Yeah. You know, so. when you get into stuff like that. You know, we know what is presented to us in, in the public forum, but mm -hmm. there's also the private forum and the, all the different nuances and negotiating that go on that we don't even know about. That's true. You know, that, that impact people, you know, in terms of their ethnicity, in terms of their pocketbook, in terms of uh, their opportunities. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that. Yeah. Let them handle that. You know the let's way see, they see. Let's right. see. They, they, right. I think they'll figure right. it out. Right. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. and I like Jamel on um, hosting um, the I after party. Too. I did too. Although I want to see Keisha back. Oh, Keisha's I, I coming I don't, back. I, yes, I don't want Keisha's Jamel coming to back. take that. Jamel, but, I, but I can see oh, no, Jamel, Jamel being a Jamel, welcoming. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Host. Jamel made it clear that she was only there because her and her husband mm -hmm. are fans of the show, yeah. and Keisha. Uh, had the baby. Just had the baby. Yeah. Right. No, no. They, they, Keisha is coming right back. They made that clear. And, okay. and but you know what? But I like Jamel doing it because it showed her in a different light. Yeah. Showed a different dimension of her personality. It did. I, yeah. It I like did. that too. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I wanted you to see it. I, and, and I did I'm, see I'm, it. I'm yeah, I know I, you did. Oh, okay. But I mean, I'm saying I'm glad you saw it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um. So, my let's just talk briefly about this. Well, this is really pretty much a shout out to um. Forbes' richest self-made woman women feature, and here's some of the celebrities that we know um, coming in at number 96 was Shonda Rhimes. Okay. Um, coming in at number 89 was Serena Williams. 
Coming in at number 61 was Barbara Streisand. At number 59 on the list was Reese Witherspoon. Number 56 was Dolly Parton. Okay. Um, Celine Dion was at number 45. And Madonna uh, was at number something. Okay. Kylie Jenner was at number 38. And then we have Go at ahead, number... young girl. Right? Well, you know, listen... I don't think they're self-made, but make your money. I don't, you know. But at least she works. Anybody at least she has a legitimate job, right? right? Come uh, on, right? No, that's not the right one. Oh, that. Oh, that's that the wrong is not, one. That's the wrong oh, one. I thought yeah, that was the model. No, you're thinking of Kindle. Look. Um. So number <laughs> okay. at number thirty-four is Taylor Swift. Um, and Taylor Swift made $750 million. She's well, they, worth $750 million. They say she gives a lot of, uh, she sings a lot of songs in her shows. They say she sings like, I don't know, 30 songs or Taylor something. Smith is a hardworking woman. Yeah, they say she gives a good performance. You and know. number 21 is Kim Kardashian with $1.2 billion. She works hard for her money. And number 20 is, Rih- <laughs> is Rihanna, Rihanna. Uh, with one point four billion, and we have Oprah at number thirteen with okay. two point five billion. Everybody else is a non-celebrity. Okay, wonderful. Congratulations, ladies. Congratulations, girls. Congratulations, it, in particular those who actually work for, for the their money. money. Anything right. you want to say, Ma, uh, about yeah. Married at First Sight before we go? Married at First Sight. I just want to say, um, look, stop giving. Clint a hard time about his red hair, okay? Because I would like to say that those specific women had other issues with Clint having nothing to do with his hair. It's colorist. There you go. Not only is it colorist, Clint is good with his red hair because guess why? If he wasn't a bottle of dye, a box of dye, a can of spray, is a, a drugstore visit away. He has beautiful hair, okay. first off. That, yeah. I, I love so, his hair. So and ladies, I love red cut hair. it out. So, so ladies, cut the crap that. out. That's right. Okay, cut the crap out. It's not about his hair. Whatever your issues are with Clint, it's not about his hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, we want to move beyond that, and 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 let me just say, Clint to me was the highlight of the show. He had the best personality across the uh, consistently across yeah. the board. Okay, yeah, especially among the men, he had the best person. Uh, he had the best personality. Period. Uh, out of all of them. Yeah. He you did. know. Uh, uh, what's the name? Jasmine. Good on you for not showing the face of your date. Good on you. I didn't think about it that way, but now I understand. Now you're looking at it differently, right? Me too, me too. Because I was kind of just going where you were going with it. And I took a minute and I said, wait a minute. Mm -mm." You know, Jasmine, good on you. Keep that attitude because whatever is your attitude is about moving on with life. Good, good girl. You know, I wish you had been a little more like that back with that heiress. But hey, it doesn't matter. You know, Aries, you just look like a pathetic loser. I don't know what's wrong with you, but something's wrong with you. You're okay? like forty years old. Something's wrong you, with you. you can't, okay, like, what are you doing? I, you know, I Grow mean, up. you, you know, you, you know, something's wrong. Okay, Grow it's up. Just, you're just not adding up. That's right. You right. know, you seem childish. You seem ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about Dominique and Gil? But uh, we will um, see how that works out. You see, she was supposed to have to do like a, let. Let me just say you know, this. Let me just say this for Dominic. Dominic, go for what you like. Mm-hmm. Explore it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what didn't work for one may work for another. You don't even know anything going on with people. If you saw Gil and you like Gil, or you think maybe it's a possibility. You owe it to yourself to explore. Good on you, Dominique. How- I like about Dominique that she calls her shot. Okay. How about Gina and McKinley? 
I think that's too too. I think you know what? I think those are two suckers. I think y'all both gonna lose. To me, y'all are both two all day suckers. And, that's what y'all are. And then finally, my Kirsten and Shaq. Who? Kirsten and Shaq. Kirsten and Shaq. I don't know. I don't know. There's I, nothing to think about that. That's uh, nothing. You know, That's I, I just, I just, I mean, I saw the little clip with you all meeting again and talking over things. I'm not feeling the whole thing there. There's I'm nothing ju- there. I'm, ju- I'm just really, there's, I'm, I'm with you doing it. I'm not just, feeling that way. They're just no. doing that so that we'll tune in I, I because really, they have nothing else left. I, I, when I saw the clip, I'm like, what? Why are they doing what, what, that? What like, this? they don't, they don't want to, yeah. and he has some, some other agenda, so I'll leave that alone. I, I agree. And and then uh, you know, and then, you know, Kirsten, you came on like you was Miss, you know, uh everything, Miss All That, and now you you know, out here acting like you, you grab up anything going. And you I mean and, and it's you ridiculous. And, you do, and, and you and deserve that's better. Right. You don't that's you right. need to you need to move on from Shaq anyway. The, absolutely. If somebody it's would, just if, bad energy. Yeah, from him. and if just somebody wouldn't treat me if somebody would embarrass me like that, I'm out. And you were right. You know, I thought it was kind of cruel when you wouldn't kiss him in the very beginning and you were a little bit, I, I, don't, I don't think you handled it well, but your instincts seemed to be good. So, you know, so much on that. We got one more episode with Married at First Sight and we'll let you know. Absolutely. Three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, and the moon, and spending time with family. Okay. Uh, number one, I'm happy that The Rock and Vin Diesel have made up. That's good to hear. Um, it was good to see Naomi Osaka looking happy. Um, congratulations to her. And I'm enjoying the French Open and the NBA Finals. Absolutely. Ma, is there anything that you want to say before we as, go? As, before I we always go say to, as I always say to everyone, be safe and stay woke. All right, like Ma said, um, everyone be safe. Um, continue. Uh, thank you for your support. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram at the Bambushi Happy Hour, and also at All Things Page You. Subscribe to our YouTube page, All Things Page You, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Send us emails, info at bambushihappyhour.com, and you know we like the DMs, guys. Be safe, stay cool, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.